when our amal and our actions shall be weighed in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What are those actions that will make our scales more weightier? The first thing we have spoken about from the ahadith was a person's akhlaq and a person's character. There is nothing more weightier on the scales on the day of qiyamah than good character. The second thing that we have spoken about was zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In the last hadith of Bukhari, Imam Bukhari rahmatullah Ali has brought a hadith that kalimatani habibatani lal-Rahman taqilatani fil-Mizan that there are two words which are beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Taqilatani fil-Mizan one is it is very weighty on the scales on the day of Qiyamah. Qafifatani al-Lisan and it's very light in the tongue. Very easy to read. That is Subhanallah wa bihamdihi Subhanallah al-Azim. Subhanallah wa bihamdihi Subhanallah al-Azim. How easy the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is. That is. There is no condition of wuzu also. There is no condition that you have to sit in a certain position also. Alladheena yathkuroon Allah qiyamahu wa quruda wa ala junubihim wa yatafakkaroona fi khalqi samawat wal ard. They remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in every condition whilst they are lying down, whilst they are sitting, whilst they are standing. In every condition you are remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we will only realize that subhanallah that we read we only will realize that Alhamdulillah that we read, or that Allahu Akbar that we read, we only realize the benefit of it on the day of Qiyamah. That is why Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has mentioned that in Jannah a person will not regret, except that person who will think to himself, if only I had made extra zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then I would have got even more higher status in Jannah. So we don't appreciate this time that we have, whether we are sitting in a masjid, or whether we are driving our cars, at that time, we make the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Amongst the zikrs and askar, we have spoken about, one was subhanallah, the other one was alhamdulillah, the other one was la ilaha illallah, wallahu akbar. So these are different types of zikrs that a person makes with his tongue. One very important zikr is istighfar. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has mentioned in the hadith, Tubadi man wajada fi sahifatihi istighfaran kathiran. Blessed is that person who will find a lot of istighfar in his book of deeds on the day of Qiyam. That istighfar is going to make his book of deeds more weightier on the scales. Now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent us into this world and he has kept two enemies for this insan, two hidden enemies. One is the outside enemies we are talking about, that's something else. We are talking about the two hidden enemies and that is nafs and shaitan. Nafs and shaitan. If you look at shaitan... He has taken a promise with Allah. قَالَ رَبِّ بِمَا أَغْوَيْتَنِي لَأَقْوَدَنَّ لَهُمْ سِرَاطَقَ الْمُسْتَقِيمِ He took a pledge with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that I will stand on the way or the straight path, I will stand on the straight path and I will stop people from 
doing good. I just imagine, look at this disrespect to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He told Allah, you have debated me. You made me go to the wrong way. Whereas Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not give. He was too proud to make sajda in front of Adam alayhi salatu salam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala threw him out. So he said, Rabbi bima aghwaitani la'akudanna lahum. I will most certainly stand and wait on the straight path to see who's going towards the straight path I will stop it. So shaitan is our one enemy. Likewise in the hadith of Musnad Ahmad, shaitan told to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, inni la'ughwiya ala ibadikum ma dama fihi ayatun. That I will misguide this insan as long as he's got life in him. What was the response of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Allah's response was, وَإِزَّتِي وَجَلَادِي وَكِبْدِيَاءِ مَكَانِي And by my grandeur, I also promise that I will continue لَا أَزَالُ أَخْفِرُ لَهُمْ مَسْتَقْفَرُونِ That as long as they make istighfar and they seek forgiveness for their sins, I will forgive them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made that promise. So on the one side, we got this one enemy that is enticing us to do wrong at all times. And then we got the other enemy that is within us, that is nafs, our souls. They also enticing us to do wrong. And one of your biggest enemies is your nafs, your own nafs. He's even worse than shaitan. Why? Because who misguided shaitan? It was his nafs. It was his soul. Before that there was no shaitan. So nafs misguided shaitan. He's an even greater enemy to us. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has kept this thing, these two enemies for us in this world. Why? Because this world is a test. Allah wants to test us to see whether you're going to take the right path or you're going to take the wrong path. That's why Allah created Jannah and Jahannam. That those people that will pass the test will enter into Jannah. And those people that will not pass the test will enter into Jannah. But as we had mentioned that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this as he has created these enemies for us, who are like poison to us, the shaitan and nafs, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also created the antidote, and that is istighfar. Make abundant istighfar in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we all know the Anbiya alayhi wa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam they don't commit sins. But Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is saying, Ya ayyuhan nas, tubu ilallah. That I turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala daily, hundred times. I also turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In one narration, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa has mentioned, Sab'ina that seventy times I also make istighfar to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, whereas he's, he's a Nabi, he got no sins. But he's also turning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he's also making istighfar for any types of mistakes that you may have made. So how much of more istighfar we have to make? Abu Huraira radiallahu anhu mentioned that he used to make istighfar 12,000 times a day. 12,000 times he should make istighfar. So istighfar is something that we have to do at all times. So one of the virtues of istighfar, now we heard the virtues of istighfar, that we have to make istighfar. Then only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive our sins. Allah loves that person who turns towards him. He's showing Allah, I'm in need of you. I'm making istighfar. Only you can forgive me, no one else can forgive me. But how do you know whether your istighfar is complete? So ulama mentioned and muhaddithun mentioned, rahimahullah, that the first sign of a person's istighfar is to say the istighfar with his tongue. Al-istighfar bil misal. And the second one is at-tarku bil is that way a person, he leaves out that sin, the second sign, he leaves out that sin. What's the use that a person is making astaghfirullah, 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 
But in his in mind, he got the intention to go back to the serpent. That is a mockery with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is why one saint mentions, istighfaruna yahtadu ila istighfarin kathirin. We have to make istighfar over our istighfar. Why? Because we are making mockery with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You're saying on the one side you're making istighfar, but on the other side you've got intention to go back to that side. Some people are even looking at the wrong. And he's saying, astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah. How can they istighfar? That is a mockery with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The way you are not, you've got no intention of leaving that sin. So a tarku bil jawari, that way a person leaves out that sin, that is a sign that your istighfar is sincere. And the third one is an-nadamatu bil qalb. It's where in the heart and of heart, the person in his heart, he also has that hatred. And he also has that, he has a quality that now, he is feeling bad for what he had done. That nadama that has to be in the heart. That why did I commit this sin? I made that mistake. Why did I commit this sin? If a person does not have that nadama in his heart, then his toba will not be sin. That's why in one hadith, Tabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa that person who accepts that I committed a sin. He says, oh Allah, I made a mistake. I committed the sin. And then when he makes that toba, and that toba is a sincere toba, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will accept it. Yes, insan is such that he will commit sins. Every insan, he commits sins. He falls into sins. Yes, only the Anbiya alayhi salatu wasalam, they are free from sins. Yes, the thought of sin can come to everyone. One is the thought of sin, and one is committing the sin. A person, a hundred times he can think of a sin. There is no sin in that. As long as he doesn't act on that sin, once he does the sin, then obviously now he's asking for trouble. Now you have to make istighfar in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in one hadith, Nabi said, Kullu bani adam wa khattawun. That every insan, he will commit sins. But the best of the sinners is that person who turns towards Tawbah. Istaghfiru rabbakum summa tubu ilayh. This verse is mentioned in the Quran Sharif. Istighfar and Tawbah. Now what's the difference between Istighfar and Tawbah? Istighfar is the beginning and Tawbah is the ending. Istighfar means that you are hurt why you committed the sin and you make Istighfar. And Tawbah means that now once you made Istighfar, you turn towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you come close. So these were the three things that we had mentioned to see whether your Tawbah is sincere. That is with regards to rights of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That the first thing we said, it made Istighfar with the tongue. Second thing we had mentioned is At-Tarku bil jawari That you leave your sins that you are committing. Sometimes a person has to leave even the place that he is committing the sins. Because every time he comes to that place, it reminds him of that sin. So the ulama will tell you that you have to leave that place. We all know the incident of the person who killed 99 people in the hadith is mentioned. And then he came to a worshipper, was not a scholar. And he told him, will Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive me? I killed 99 people. He said, 99 people, how can you get forgiven? So he said, I'd rather make it 100. So he killed him also. But now he was, there was that worry. There was that worry in his heart that I committed a sin. I need to put it right. As long as that worry is there, a person will put himself right. A person who will make Tawbah. But when a person has a donkey attitude, he doesn't want to accept that he got a problem and he's committing a sin. And a person will never put himself. That is why we find that in most places, whether a person is a drug addict, whether a person is involved in porn or involved in all other sins, Allah, Allah save us from all sins. Then the most important thing is denial. He denies that he got a problem. If he denies he got a problem, he won't put himself right. So this person had a worry in his heart. 
So he came, he was asking different, different people, is there any way that I will be forgiven? Until he came to a scholar, a person who was a pious person and he had knowledge also. He said, you go, you need to leave this place. This place is a place of sin. And you need to go to a place where only pious people are sitting. And you need to sit with them. And you need to make Toba and Istiqfar. And we all know what happened on the way. Because his intention was right. Allah knew that his intention was to put himself right. On the way he passed. That it comes clearly in the hadith. That just before he passed away. He took his chest and he turned it towards the place of where the pious people are. Just before he passed away. To show to Allah, I did what I could do. My intention is go to, to, to go towards the pious. Now the malaika of Rahman, the malaika of Adab. About having a discussion. Who must take his soul? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent revelation to the land that is more closer to the pious people that it must become smaller. So he's closer to that place. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala got control over everything. Allah ta'ala can control everything. He's the one that created it. Nowadays you have some remote control thing. With your remote control, you're controlling things. You mean Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give you the brains of doing something like that. Allah Ta'ala can't control. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made that land small. Now in the malaiki, Allah Ta'ala said, now measures. He would say it more closer to, more closer to the side of the pious. So what happened? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgave. So you must have that desire in your heart that I want to leave this sin and you must have that hate and you must feel sorry that why I did that. That is with regards to the rights of Allah. And there's one extra condition is the rights of man. With these three conditions, if you have taken the rights of any person, you may have harmed a person, you may have you owing a person, then you also have to fulfill these rights. By just making toba, the toba will not be sufficient. You have to put right whatever wrong you have done. Then only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will accept the toba. You make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah ta'ala make us from such people that when we leave this world, we live in such a condition, we're not owing Allah anything, we're not owing the servant of Allah anything. وآخر الدعوانا الحمد لله الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حي على الصلاة حي على الصلاة حي على الفلاة حي على الفلاة الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله الحمد لله القائل يا أيها الذين أمنوا في السلم كافة ولا تتبعوا خطوات الشيطان إنه لكم عدو مبين ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا مولانا محمد عبده ورسوله الذي أرسل إلى الناس كافة بشيرا ونذيرا وداعيا إلى الله بإذنه وسراجا منيرا صلى الله تعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا أما بعد فيا أيها الناس أوسيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله فقد فاز المتقون فقد قال تبارك وتعالى وتوبوا إلى الله جميعا أيها المؤمنون لعلكم تفلحون وقال تبارك وتعالى فقلت استغفروا ربكم إنه كان غفارا يرسل السماء عليكم مدرارا ويمددكم بأموال وبنين ويجعل لكم جنات ويجعل لكم أنهارا 
وقال تبارك وتعالى يا ايها الذين امنوا توبوا الى الله توبه نصوحا عسى ربكم ان يكفر عنكم سيئاتكم ويدخلكم جنات تجري من تحتها الانهار صدق الله العظيم بارك الله لنا ولكم في القران العظيم ونفعنا واياكم بالايات والذكر الحكيم انه تعالى جواد كريم ملك الرؤوف الرحيم الحمد لله القائل والسابقون الاولون من المهاجرين والانصار والذين تبعوهم باحسان رضي الله عنهم ورضوا عن وعدهم جنات تجري تحت الانهار قالين فيها بدا ذلك الفوز العظيم ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا مولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله ارسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا بين يدي الساعه من يطع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعص ما فانه لا يذل الا نفسه ولا يذل الله شيئا اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم محمد رسول الله والذين معه اشداء على الكفار رحماء بينهم تراهم ركعا سجدا يبتغون يبدغون فضلا من الله ورضوانا سماهم في وجوههم من اثر السجود ذلك مثل في التوراه ومثل في الانجيل كزرع اخرج شطاه فازنه فاستغلظ فاستوى على سوقه يعجب الزراع ليغيظ بهم الكفار وعد الله الذين امنوا وعملوا الصالحات من مغفره واجر عظيم وقد قال النبي صلى الله تعالى عليه وسلم الله الله في اصحابي لا تتقدم ورد من بعدي فمن احبهم فبحبي احبهم ومن ابغضهم فبغضي ابغضهم وخير امتي قرني ثم الذين يلونهم ثم الذين يلونهم اللهم انصر من نصر دين محمد صلى الله تعالى عليه وسلم واجعلنا منهم اللهم انا نسالك العفو والعافيه والموافاه الدائمه في الدين والدنيا والاخره والفوز بالجنه والنجات من النار اللهم سلمنا لرمضان وسلم رمضاننا وسلمه لنا متقبلا عباد الله رحمكم الله ان الله يامر بالعدل والاحسان وايتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعيدكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروني اذكركم وشكروني ولا تكفرون في سيدنا يوسف سنشول السولز في سجف والسلكم الله الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين اياك نعبد واياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين انعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا هل اتاك حديث الغاشيه وجوه يومئذ خاشعه عامله ناصبه تصلى نار حاميه تسقى من عين انيه ليس لهم طعام الا لا يسمن ولا يغني من جوع وجوه يومئذ ناعمه لسعيها راضيه في جنه عاليه لا تسمع فيها لاغيه فيها عين جاريه فيها سرر مرفوعه واكواب موضوعه ونمارق مصفوفه وزرابي مبثوثه الله سمع الله لمن حمده 
ഫലയോദുറൂണിലിക്കൈഫുലിക്കൈഫുഫിയത് وإلى الجبال كيف نصبت وإلى الأرض كيف سطحت فذكر إنما أنت مذكر لست عليهم بمسيطر إلا إلا من تولى وكفر فيعذبه الله العذاب الأكبر إن إلينا إيابهم ഹമ്മദ ولا حاجة من حواجة الدنيا ولا آخر إلا قضيت يا رحمة الرحمين اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك وحبيبك محمد صلى الله وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما سألك وحبيبك محمد صلى الله وسلم أنت المسعان ونقلب 